0: Ten, ten, nine, nine, eight, eight, seven, seven, six, six, five, five, four, four, three, three, two. welcome to the banter club join myself mark along with ty jackie and mahal as we talk all things sport we will definitely trash your team and if you don't like it we'll definitely tell you your favorite footballer is a tax evader. join us every week on the banter club
1: Alright, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to it, welcome to it, we are back as per usual with episode 21 of The Banter Club, your number one sports podcast in the land of Amzans, Africa, South Africa. Um, uh, My name is with the Broadway, I'm going to be your host today as per usual and I'm never ever rolling solo, I've got the amazing, the sportscaster, Mohal, how you doing bro? Um, well, T.Y., how is it? I'm all good, I'm all good, I'm all good. We still haven't spoken about the
2: CAF Champions League, but we'll get there. Ona, how you doing, man? Um, yeah, I've I've gotten over the hangover of losing a CAF Champions League final, uh, but uh, still in high spirits for a final partner. I think it
1: was Alright, and we're joined by an amazing guest, we have an amazing guest, uh, who's uh, who was raised all the way from the land of Davidson in El in the East Rand, and uh, she's doing amazing things in the world of uh, sports in South Africa, she goes by the name of Lindywe Dube, Lindywe how are you doing?
3: I'm great guys, thank you so much for having me. <laughs>
1: Ah, it's a, it's a pleasure, it's a pleasure, it's a pleasure Now, what what we do here on the Biancé Club is that each and every single guest We have a a little quiz, you know, Uh where we just uh, ask you a few questions Five questions, whoever gets the most wins Alright, uh, so now you can pick between Ona and Mohau. Who would you like to go up against? <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> let me think, Uh
1: Mahao I, your suspect is back at it. All Are right, you, uh, you can change. You still have time to change.
3: Why they haven't picked you in what? In several <laughs> week or what?
1: Hey, he's always being picked, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's going to be five questions. I'm going to base them more or less around uh, the PSL, okay, in uh, South African football, okay. and you just say your name after I ask the question. You say your name. Most oh, arms oh. wins. It's that simple. All right, cool stuff. Are we good to go? Mahal, you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, Mahal? Yeah, I'm ready. I, <laughs> I think the, so. I love the spirit. Lindy, are you ready?
3: I'm ready. Yeah. I was born ready.
1: Ah, let's do this, man. <laughs> I like the spirit. <laughs> let's do this. All right. In the PSL, which obviously started in 1996, who was the very first sponsor at the PSL?
3: Lindy, Lindy.
1: Yes, Lindy. Um, wasn't it a maize meal brand? Uh-uh. Mahau, give it a shot. Um, uh, South African breweries? Close. You're close. Okay. Uh, there you go. It was the castle lad. It was the castle premiership from 1996 all the way through to 2007. Now, the Western Cape has two PSL teams. Can you please name <laughs> it? Yes,
3: Lindyway? Cape Town City and still in FC. Ah.
1: There we go, one one. Oh, well do it for the Bente Club. But how you still there, right? Eh? I'm 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 still alive. Eh? Ah, there we go. All right, only one team from the Southern African region has played in the Club World Cup. Which team was this? Lindy, uh-huh. <laughs> I oh no, that was a close one. Oh no, you you call this one? Who said uh, the name first? First, <laughs> go for it, Lindy?
3: Um, Mamelodi Sundowns.
1: That is correct. Hey,
3: Kabu yellow. There
1: we go. There we go. <laughs> okay, in the history of the PSL, which team has the most defeat? Ah! Of- ah! Ah! Mohaw. Mohaw? The most oh. defeat, right? Yes. Um I'll go for black lepers. Ah, incorrect. Wanna give Would it a you-
3: shot? Most defeat.
1: India?
3: Um okay, so if it's not Blake Leopard, I'm trying to think. Was the team um in the league this season?
1: I'm gonna give you a hint. The team has been relegated for three, four seasons.
3: Oh okay. Ah. Um three, four seasons. Jomo Cosmos. No. Ooh. Another
1: hint. I'm gonna give both of you another hint. You're okay. from the Western Cape. Mmho. Santos. Mahal.
2: Santos. No. <laughs> How do you get such a <laughs> Why it's eat. Wow. I, I do eats. I
1: I don't know. I know these things already in my head. I figured it's general knowledge. Okay, it is aging script out.
3: Like we we winners, yeah, we focus on winners.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh okay, cool. So let me give you another another easy one then. Okay. All right? Only three South African coaches have won the PSL. Can you name at least two? Okay. Mohaw? Okay. Mohaw?
4: Um, Pizzo and... Oh, who's this guy? Ah, Given Hunt.
1: There we go. He <laughs> almost so- gave me a heart attack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the third
4: one, Mohaw? Um, do we have a third one? I don't
2: know. Uh, two. And he won it multiple times, if I'm correct. Four times with four different teams? Yes.
3: Um, Gordon Eggersen.
2: That's correct. It's going yeah. to be That's the point.
1: On, are you keeping score
2: here? Ah, Lindo is leading. As usual, Mohaw is losing.
3: Ah, no,
2: guys. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I think we need to have a relegation system. <laughs> Mohaw is losing. <laughs> That's
3: unfair, guys. I'm joking, man. Oh,
2: he himself the next time. It's fine. Okay, uh, I think this
1: is the last question, yeah?
3: Yeah.
1: Only two teams outside of Gauteng have won the PSL, which was KZN and it was Cape Town. What are those teams? KZN and Cape Town.
3: Well, there's three teams in KZN. Okay, Okay, when? Can you give us another clue? Uh, 96, 97,
1: as well as 2001 and 2002. Oh my gosh, ninety six, ninety seven. And I
3: wasn't born
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Okay, let me give you another hint. One of the teams you've already mentioned, and the no. other team was I... called Goran Edison. Oh. Uh-huh. Wow. Yes. Um, Ajax Cape Town. Ajax I... Cape Town in the league in South Africa.
4: I... Then in Rangers.
3: They won, they won the
4: MTN Eight at some point. Not. Bushbugs. The... I keep saying oh, it.
2: Wona, oh, <laughs> ah, please, please do it for the Benzer Club. Menin Rangers. And the other team? Okay,
3: I don't know that. That's right. a question, again? Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, which two teams outside of Gauteng have won the PSL title? It's Menin Rangers and another team from Cape Town. Santos. There you go. It yeah, Santos won the league in 2001-2002 season. Yeah. Hi, and I'm the winner sure. is Ona?
2: A, I'm sure. It's a draw. It's a draw? Yes. Are we, two, to,
1: two. are we going to sudden death?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's... Should I make it easy? Should I
1: make it tricky? No, make it <laughs> easy. Should I make it Prophet, easy? Don't,
3: don't throw us questions from 1990 or. I... Hey, manga. I... We are young. Hey, we are young. She's...
1: Ah but chief I was there for the Winning Rangers win, ah. I remember seeing it, but okay.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, cool. Super Sport United, right? Before Super Sport bought Super Sport. What was it called? Easy. Very easy.
3: Before Super Sport United. Oh my gosh guys.
1: Okay, can we get it? Where's the team from?
3: Pretoria. Pretoria something something. Yeah. Um,
1: Mahal?
4: Pretoria United. Uh, no.
2: Wow! Pretoria. <laughs> Where <laughs> yeah. the best partial is from. Thank you. The best quarter for those who are not from Pretoria.
1: <laughs> okay, here's another easy one. Who put the most goals of all time in the PSL? Mahau. Mahau. Collins Basuma. No, he's like number six.
3: Ah. <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> no. Hey, let me just give you yeah it's
3: a draw it's, it's fine it's
1: fine, <laughs> fine. You okay the answer was am oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> fuck wow am I not shook am I not shook right now but how you didn't lose it's a wow drop. wow, wow.
2: Like, yeah? it's, it's for the first time ever you represented bantai club get all five star on your forehead
1: Thank wow. you very much. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get straight into it. Mahal, you want to ask the first question?
4: Um, yep. Um, Lindy now, um, let's talk about what was life like growing up at an environment, a place that gave birth to a lot of sporting giants. Well,
3: obviously, as a young, as a young, you know, um, yeah, I grew up in a township that is. Known for, for producing superstars, you know, Jabu Masangu, Scubs, um, Michael Nkambule from Davidson, guys, hey, uh, Musang is from Davidson, Kabilo But back then, I wasn't really heavily invested. Um, I only, yeah, I got invested in sports like in my late teens, early twenties, you know. Uh, uh,
1: we, we can tell.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, growing up for me, it was just, um you know, yeah, it was just one of those. I mean, I grew up in a township and I didn't really know much about these guys. Obviously, we'd watch them here and there, but it's not like we would see, oh, we'd get stuck, oh, and whatever. And besides, we'd hardly ever see these guys, you know, because back then we, we didn't really have like social media and stuff. Mm. I was mm-hmm. down. It's not like now where you can simply DM someone and say, hi, Mohaw, I'd like to have an interview with you or, you know, would you like to come to my school for motivational talk or all of that? You know, we didn't really have access to social media. I mean, there wasn't really any social media back then. So you'd see them once in a while. And I mean, we didn't really have, yeah, at some points we didn't have electricity at Kohai, guys, and we didn't have DSTV. So it was nice. I mean, it was like any other township. Davidson, Soweto, Tim, uh, for me, it was like any other township.
1: Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about your journey in sports like how when where did it begin when did your love for sports just you know kick in
3: and um started in my teens um my late teens obviously growing up kokasi that's where the influence comes from like i said we didn't really um yeah we weren't exposed to a lot of things you know on weekends during the december holidays you pretty much do the same thing so on weekends you just do your basic chores at home and then you go watch football. Cause I used to live next to, um, Ek You know, it's not a stadium. We call it Epuguini. You know, Kokas, you know how it is. Yeah.
1: How yeah. You talk- know, no
3: Yeah. We're not hey, You know, so I used to live, I, I used to live next to Ek and on weekends they'd have top eight, top four competitions. So that's where it all started. And I was a bit of a tomboy growing up. So I spent a lot of time with boys. So, um, essentially they taught me, you know, how it works, they're like, okay, so this is what what happens, this is how it works, you know you have v eleven v eleven blah 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 blah, blah, and then during the december holidays we we didn't have the luxury of travelling to Cape Town or Bali or wherever, you know because yeah we we yeah, we were yeah, we weren't we weren't. I don't know. I wouldn't say we were poor, but we were, we were okay. But yeah, we just couldn't afford a certain lifestyle back then because my mom was a domestic worker and she she had three other kids like me, blah yeah. blah. So yeah, that's where it all started. And I think just um, you know. As I got older, I didn't want to be just a fan. You know, I've always been very inquisitive. I've I've always been, you know, very outspoken and passionate. And so I just wanted to challenge myself. When I got into broadcasting, I didn't even have any journalism background because I studied advertising. So when I got to YFM, yeah, I just humbled myself and I told my editor that I wanted to learn, you know, but I think that's that's the reality with the YFM newsroom and most of the people who were there. I think the likes of Eldon Pierre also didn't study journalism. Jacob Moshok of Newsroom Africa, I don't think, studied journalism, but we we all had that hunger. You know, we just wanted to learn. And yeah, my then editor, the best in the games, William really over taught me everything I know. When I left YFM, you know, I could do full reporting, I could produce my own show, I could obviously do on air, I could, you know, edit sound and all of that. So when I when I joined Supersport, I was I was equipped not just as a an on camera presenter, you know, but I could do so much. I could script, I could voice, I could do, yeah. Oh, my- oh no, that's
1: that's great.
2: Um first things first, uh nah Fala my problem is that when you won the Chairman's award by the PSL so, you didn't share with me. You didn't share with me, so that's my biggest problem. But uh, back to to to, to 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 your career in broadcasting. What is that point in time or what is that some you hear that they said I was sitting and I just watched Carol Chavalala or or mpoli presenting, and I knew that this is what I wanted to do. What is that one moment for you that took you into broadcasting?
3: Um, it was the Afcon 2012 final. It was Zambia and Ivory Coast. I remember I stayed up and I watched the final. Remember we went to extra time and penalties. That was that moment. Obviously, simply Carol Shabalala paved the way for young broadcasters, you know. But I think that was that one moment when I decided to get into broadcasting. I did not even know how, you know, but I, I I did it through the Y Academy. For me, that was that moment, I when I decided actually this is what I want to do because you know you watch and you're like hmm you could have asked your man of the match this question, but why are you asking them this or that, you know? And also because we didn't, as women, we didn't have like a lot of references back then, guys, you know? It was just Simply Carol, and then you also had like, Mosin Chaka, you know? And yeah, but obviously Simply Carol, no doubts, paved the way for for young broadcasters.
1: Oh, no, that's dope. Now, I know that for a in fact, you're not just in broadcasting, right? You do a host of other things as well. I mean, I think I've bumped into your auditions, um, et cetera. So how do you balance all of this with sports? Um, you know, um, sports broadcasting?
3: <laughs> That's a very interesting question. Um, balance for me is the most important thing because I don't believe in just, you know, constantly working and working and just being busy. Um, so I started therapy last year and something my therapist used to say to me is that you need to rest. So, for me, it's always been about how I manage my time because, yeah, it, it gets pretty hectic weekdays when I have, like, match days or maybe I'm in studio at, at 9 o'clock, at 7, you know, going live at half past 9 for home ground. And then I'm traveling from Joburg to Bloom on Tuesday for match day. And then I'm traveling from Bloom to Joburg on uh, maybe – Bloom to Pretoria on Wednesday for a five o'clock kickoff, and then I'm in studio for fan base, and then I'm traveling again on Friday for match day on Sunday, on Saturday, back on Sunday. So for me, the most important thing is time, you know, it's it's how you manage your time. I, I believe that if you plan accordingly, and also I'm a tourist, so I'm very big on planning and organization, you know, I, I'm i very big on how I allocate my time, who deserves my time, what do I, what do, I do when I'm on off-season and all of that. So it's all about just managing my time. And, yeah, when I'm not busy, I rest, I spend time with loved ones, but it's all about managing time. It's hectic, but, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So Talking of um, preparation, um, you, you said you're very big on that organization and preparation. Yes, now, yes. scenario. Uh, an obvious 2-1 win to Kesa Chiefs is about to happen, uh, against Sundown. <coughs> Sorry?
3: Sorry?
2: <laughs> I, I think we missed that. <laughs> Who's winning what? What are
3: you saying? <laughs> I mean, Chiefs was the only team to hand Mamelody Sundown a defeat this season. So With I, The
2: same scoreline I just obviously. mentioned. So you are <laughs> being assigned to go, to go be the, 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 the anchor for this, for this game. Now give us the preparation. What goes into that?
3: Um, Okay, so what usually happens is that we get our monthly schedule maybe a week before the new month starts. So you already know which fixtures you're working on. I uh, you probably have like six maybe outside broadcast um, productions. You have maybe four studio productions. And then, yeah, maybe I have inserts for home ground and stuff. So preparation doesn't really start on match day or day before. Preparation starts, I don't know, yeah, the moment you get that your monthly schedule because also you're not only watching Amakosi's last game, you know, before they play sundowns. You have to watch, you know, all their games. You need to know who are the important players, who's out on injury, who's likely to start because Timber Zwane is injured, you know, who's going to start in Timber's position. If Tapelo Morena is unavailable, you know, who's next in line. So it's a lot of work. And that's that's what I think most people don't get is that you you arrive on match day and you – You are spoon fed, or there's auto cue. There's no auto cue, guys. It's super sport. It's live television, and yeah, there's a lot of work because, like I said, I remember there was one week where I had home ground on Monday, match day on Tuesday, match day on Wednesday, fan base on Thursday, you know, travel day on Friday. So even when you are not working. And you're just traveling. You still need to prepare for the game tomorrow, you know? So there's a lot of work. There's a lot of reading involved because you need to know what's happening. I mean, it is off season right now, but teams are busy in the transfer market. So you need to, you need to know who Amakosi have signed. You know, they've announced Austin Duve from Richards Bay FC. It's a lot of work. Like it's, it's just an ongoing process, you know? You, you don't rest because, Hey, I'm not working this weekend. There's always something happening. You know, there's always news breaking social media, you know? so yeah it's it's a lot of prep.
2: Where does therapy come in in terms of all that? because I see that it might be a need in terms of that
3: it. Yeah, it gets overwhelming you know um when you're working on so many projects, I mean when you work on home ground, it's a completely different market it's a completely you know different show you're not on only on Super sports, but you're also on Zanzi magic as well. so now the lingo somewhat changes because it's more lifestyle and more relaxed so What I do on match day is somewhat different to what I do on home ground because now I'm talking to a different market. People who watch The Queen are staying now in Mzanti Magic to watch home ground. But not only that, you're also accommodating your market from Supersport 202. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when you're on fan base, it's also like a different show. It's very lighthearted. It's fun. You are driving that show, but it's not my show. It's for the fans. So, you know, that show belongs to them. When you're on match day, it's it's like a different story. These are different hashtags. When I work on varsity netball, it's like, okay, hello and welcome. Use the hashtag, it's netball, you know. Then you're on varsity football, it's football. Then you're on DSTV Prim Juices, like, it's this Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, it gets super overwhelming. And also because I do a lot of things on the side, I, I do. I work with Sundowns, I work with Hyundai. I work with a, with a few guys and different brands. And doing different things, whether it's MC work or whether I'm doing commercials, you know, my side hustles or all of that. So it gets super overwhelming. And sometimes you just feel like, you know, I I just need a break. I just need someone to talk to because, yes, we, we are working, but you also need to live and you also need to to make time, you know, for loved ones and just time for yourself to just. Yeah, catch a break, you know. So when I when it gets like super overwhelming, yeah, I go to therapy, and that's that's how I deal with it, I guess. And also the social media guys, yo, you can never catch a break with social media because yo, it's just a lot. It's just a yeah. lot. Yeah.
1: Now spe- speaking about social media, you've been spotted in an Al Ahly jersey. Uh, give me your thoughts on this week, last week's final I on the Chiefs Al final. <laughs> I just need just a quick summary. Of your first
3: of all, I think the first half was so boring, guys. The first half oh, was so boring. Also, for me, that was such a special game in a sense that my late friend and colleague, Tulani Susa, you know, started, got his big break from Kaiser Chiefs. And then he worked with Pito at Sundowns. And he gave me that Al-Alknili Jaisley from Coach Pito, you know. I think it was towards the end. After they won last season, after they won the championship, mm. so he gave me that. So I think... Yeah, it was a special game because we had a South African coach and then we also had a South African team, you know, possibly looking to get their first star. And, yeah, first half was boring, but I really enjoyed the second half. Also because in local football, we've gotten used to now having, you know, the, the sound effects of the fans. So it was quite... Different, you know, getting everything like all the swearing and all the audio from the players, and it's like, oh, okay. But I'm, um, I was genuinely happy for Coach Peter Musa- Musimani. I think he's done incredibly well, and yeah, as a South African man, I'm super proud. All right.
4: Wow. Well, uh- yeah, I mean, uh, Lindu, let's talk about, um, the awards right now. Um, you've won the 2019, um, SDR Loud Style Star of the Year
2: award. STL Loud
3: <laughs>
2: Style <laughs> Star. Of Are we thinking
3: it's
2: hard to move out? Are we thinking it's hard to move out?
4: So I mean um, A lot of people Will just say that Ah man It's just an award It's just an award To you What does that mean uh, Winning that award At the G Sports Awards
3: Yeah Oh man I don't think any award Is ever too small Or too big You know It's just recognition From your peers I think for me um, presentation is, is quite big and I always tell, you know, young girls who want to follow in my footsteps that it starts with you, you know, how you present yourself on match day because you're surrounded by so many guys, you know, how you carry yourself. I remember when I did the, when I went to Liverpool for the Vitality 2019 Netball World Cup, I strategically packed green and, green and yellow, you know, for, all the days when the spa proteas were playing, I would wear like green and yellow, green and yellow because those are South African colors, you know, those are our national colors. So for me, winning that award was also special because it's like, hey, there's someone who, who's noticing my craft, but also noticing that I actually put an effort whenever I'm at work, whenever I'm on camera, you know? So yeah, I wouldn't say, man, it was, it was a small, an you know, award or anything. I mean, it's, it's recognition at the end of, at the end of the day. And yeah, I appreciate it.
2: Mm. Well now, uh, Jackie, I see Jackie just made a cameo here. Welcome, Jackie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> evening, guys. i evening to Lindua, man. Hi, Jackie. How are you?
3: I am awesome. How
0: are you? I'm great. Thank you for having us and for joining us. Beg your pardon. Uh, so, one of the elements of the G Sports Awards is celebrating great sporting uh, success of women, but it also empowers women in sports. Is it a vision that you share? And how, how how much is it important for you? Um,
3: Thanks, Jackie. First of all, um, I'm all about, you know, helping wherever I can. I think if you go onto my Twitter and you'll see my pinned tweet says, um, you know, the vision and mission was and will always be to inspire the girl child. And that, those are the words of Zanelem Dodana, the Maltese netball coach. You know, she's a former sport pro And that's something I truly believe in, you know, just, Imparting the little knowledge that I have, especially to young girls, because there's so many there's so many young women who want to break into the industry. And speaking Mm -hmm. of women, um, I'm gonna speak about a few brands, you know, that I think, um, have actually invested in sports. You look at Super Sport, for instance. When we went into the bio bubble last year, all the ladies who were doing. Um, okay, so you had Simply Carolyn Studio and Pumlani, right? And then you had myself, Julia Stewart, Satramoweng, and Lwazi. So there were four of us um, in the bio bubble doing OBs, outside broadcast. So three ladies and one gent. And then you had Lerato and Bali in the glad Africa champ. So that speaks volumes. And with Super Sport, you're not only getting women in front of camera, but you're also getting women behind the scenes, whether it be producing, whether it's vision mixing or EVS operators. We even have camera operators. You know, I often see people tweet on Mesh Day. They're like, hey, hey Supersport, why are you showing us – Supersport camera men are showing us women only. And I'm like, Supersport doesn't only have um, camera men. You know, we also have mm-hmm. female camera operators. Um Yeah, you look at Netball South Africa – to be honest, yes, we, we still have a long way to go. However, I strongly feel we're not where we were a few years ago. I mean, the current president of Netball South Africa, messi Cecilia Mulekwane, it's a woman. The former president, you know, Mimim Teto, was a woman, you know. Um, Look at Amanda Lamini. She just got appointed now by Safa. So, yes, we are making small and our steps, but I strongly feel that we're not where we were. You look at the CAF Champions League final. It was hosted by a woman, right? You look at the Euro 2020 final was hosted by simply Carol Shabalala alongside you know a, a panel of gents so yeah we, we're not where we were a few years ago when the likes of Carol were just like the only woman in sports where it was Carol and Paul and maybe Cynthia you know there's more women now whether it's 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 through the DSTV T B Challenge or it's D S T V Prem or it's cricket or or, or it's rugby, there's multiplicity more Honda. So yeah, we, we still have a long way to go, yes, because there's always room for improvement, there's always room for growth, but we definitely not where we were a few years ago.
1: No, that's that's that that's actually very beautiful. It's great to see that there's growth for women in sports. In in all spheres It's not just on camera But behind the scenes as well Now tell me about you Where do you see yourself In the next 10 years In terms of What's your ultimate goal As a sports broadcaster
3: <laughs> I always get this question And I always give the same answer Honestly Because one I believe in pacing myself I truly believe that If you put in the work God will do the rest You know um, mm. Yeah And sometimes I just feel like We make our own plans guys You know You You, you probably. In your, in your journal or in your vision board, you, you, you obviously write down that, hey, I want to work on the CAF Champions League final. I want to work on Euro 2020. I actually want to travel, you know, to all the cities, the European cities or whatever. And then COVID happens and then once, you, know, you get what I mean?
1: Yeah.
3: Sometimes I just feel like if you just do your best, you never drop the ball because the best athletes in the world don't race. You know, you might score a brace today and tomorrow you want to score a hat trick. So you just continue to work hard. Obviously, as a broadcaster, I want to grow. And- individual i want to grow with the super sport brand i I want to host like major tournaments you know global competitions um yeah i want to grow with all the brands i'm currently working with and i just want to i'm very big on mentorship i just want to mentor more girls because right now i'm just mentoring like a handful because my schedule doesn't really permit for me to take up like a gang load um so i'm just mentoring like a a handful of girls and just ensuring that i give each individual sufficient time you know so i want to Yeah, I work on my mentorship program, not a foundation, but more of a mentorship program because I always get that foundation question. So, yeah, I'd really love to grow. But more importantly, guys, I I believe in pacing myself and just putting in the work and just never arriving. I I don't believe in complacency, no matter how big you are, no matter how many awards you win, no matter, I don't know, uh, how many paychecks you get or endorsements and stuff.
1: Never rest, never settle. Now, when you when you launch that uh, mentorship program, do you, you must come through this side? until eh? bench about it.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: Jackie.
3: Yeah.
1: Are you still here? I'm still here. Uh, I thought you had a question. <laughs> no,
0: I I just you know one thing I I like yeah, or a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one thing, and uh, one thing. One of the reasons why I wanted us to invite. Uh, lindu is I've, I've seen the work that she has done uh for, for, for women in sport particularly uh, when it comes to varsity um i had a privilege of seeing her face to face and uh we, we had a similar conversation and and i i think she must probably remember i think from northwest university where she was working with um um and i could see the glimpse of what you can expect from Lin, uh, lindu i just want to I uh, give credit where due. A lot a lot of the time we don't give credit a uh, credit to 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 presenters while they're still alive and while they're still very, very young. Um I think Lindy is potentially going to be one of the greatest uh uh sporting casters in the country. Uh she's really, really um exposed herself to a lot of quality and one also one other thing that I also like about her is that she's a lot of she's she's very really positive, she's very empowering and uh it's it, it, it it's it's to 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 see such a person who, who a lot of youngsters can actually relate to
3: oh thank you so much jackie you're gonna make me all cherry thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much
1: um and definitely definitely speaking That's... facts I, re- I really can't wait to see what's next for, uh for lindy dubai um how? yes uh, now yes, lindy um... i
4: want us to look at the future maybe let's talk about in the next 10 years what do you see when it comes to women in sports and in particularly in south africa what kind of change do you want to see uh, when it comes to women within the sport the, the sporting industry
3: yeah, yeah. I, I want equal opportunities i'm a woman i want equal opportunities you know for athletes for for talent broadcasters um i mean you look at the sport proteas now and, you know, a bevy of our players play abroad in some of the best leagues in the world. You know, they play in Australia. They they play in the UK. And you look at Banyana Banyana players, the likes of Timi Khatani, you know, Linda, your guys, um, Jermaine. Um, I just want equal opportunities. I want brands to invest in our women, you know, because you have major brands investing in a Bafana a Bafana skipper. You have brands investing maybe... In player in the player of the season in the, in the domestic football, you know. So I just want brands. I want more visibility from brands. I want them to to offer women equal opportunities. If a certain brand can sponsor player X, uh, male player X, and give them merchandise and remuneration, why can't you do the same for? You know, a Banyana Banyana player or a sun Mamelodi Sundowns ladies team player. You know, if you we don't don't just give them merchandise, you know, don't just give them free merch. Give them merchandise and remuneration, give them the same airtime, you know. If if you're gonna have player from Cape Town City on a billboard, then also have our female players there. You, do you get know what I mean? So yeah, I just want brands really to 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 fully invest in women's sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our teams guys <laughs> have done really well. Banyana Banyana. You look at the spa proteas guys. You know, making the semis in the last World Cup is a big deal, and losing to Australia by two points because previously we would lose by like big margins. You know, but I think uh our athletes are doing the job. So now it's up to brands because I also feel like broadcast. Um, Broadcasting um organizations are also doing the parts when it comes to giving them airtime. You know, you look at super sport and obviously guys I work for supersport, so I am gonna talk about super sports. But yeah, you look at super sport and they are giving them airtime, the right airtime. Varsity whether it's varsity hockey, varsity netball, varsity football, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I just feel like um brands should also, you know, put in the work.
2: Mm-hmm. Ona? Now, Lindy uh, I'm just going to do a quick challenge for you. Um, Say this is the Lindy Dube Award Ceremony. You are the master. You give whoever the award (laughs) that you feel that this person deserves. Now, this is now in women in sport. Uh, I'll give you at least four categories. So I mentioned the category. You just give me a name of a team or a person. Okay. Okay. Team of the year.
3: Team of the Year. Um, well, the Spa proteas haven't really had, like, much competitive action. But um, I'm trying to think. And we have the Olympics coming up. So, uh, team of the year. I'll give it to the Spa proteas.
2: Okay, Spa proteas. Woman Women of the Year overall.
3: Ooh, that's a tough one. There's so many amazing women, guys, who are doing amazing things, both on and off camera. Um, Mutsirisimo Hono.
2: Okay. Yeah, a brand that supports women in sport. Spa. (laughs) Uh, Now, overall, in terms of history and today and the future, uh, which special recognition award would you give to any person?
3: Carol Shabalala.
2: Wow, nice one.
3: For oh, for oh, longevity, guys. It, I mean, Carol has been in the industry for what over two decades, and she's still mm-hmm. going strong. She's still investing the same effort, if not more. You know, but she's grown over the years. Um, yeah, and she's owning it. She, you know, she's bossing it. So, I definitely give it to Carol.
4: And I, and again, I think is it fair to say that if it wasn't for Carol, there wouldn't be Linduwe. Sort
3: of. Well, like I said.
4: It's, <laughs> so
3: I, if, if maybe there wasn't a kettle we wouldn't know as womenhood. there, There is actually, you know, opportunities for women to get into broadcasting, mm-hmm. which is a male-dominated industry. So, yeah.
1: No, definitely. Linda, thank you very much for joining us.
3: Thank you, guys. This was fun. Thank you.
1: Absolutely appreciate your time. It is episode 21 of the Banter Club. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, listen tell your friend tell your friend. And if you want to get in touch with us, the uh, WhatsApp line, drop us a WhatsApp, drop us a voice note. It's 64 That's 64 Any closing words from gents?
2: Keza okay, Chiefs will come back very strong. Uh, One, uh,
0: Chiefs will, rele- will get relegated next season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, Mahal, well, your closing words?
4: <laughs> uh, after Jakey's comment, I'm
1: fine. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Last words <laughs> from you, Lindy.
3: Um, Yeah, thank you guys to everyone. It's been a tough year once again. We can't wait to see the fans back in the stadium. Stay home, stay safe. If you are part of the Vax Gang now, yay. If you haven't, yeah, we we can't wait for everyone to get vaccinated so we can be back at the stadium. Thank you to everyone who's been following my work. Thank you for the support. Thank you for for the feedback. Thank you for the constructive criticism. Um, Yeah. Um thank you, thank you, thank you. I I cannot thank you enough. Um, yeah, just keep supporting me. I hope I continue to make you guys proud and you can follow me on all socials at Lindywe underscore Dube on Instagram, at Lindyway Dube on Twitter, at Lindy Dube on Facebook, and keep supporting the podcast.
1: thank you. Thank you very much. We're gonna keep it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, and it's a wrap from the Banter Club. Catch you next time.
2: Peace. Tell you,
1: grandmother. Chop, chop, cheers. Join us in on The Banter Club.